Be the light in a dark world. Scripture text, Genesis 1 1-5 In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. 2 The earth was without form, and void, and darkness, A was on the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. 3 Then God said, Let there be light, and there was light. 4 And God saw the light, that it was good, and God divided the light from the darkness. 5 God called the light day, and the darkness He called night. Be so the evening and the morning were the first day. When Jesus spoke again to the people, He said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness but will have the light of life, John 8:12. So, what was this light that God called good and chased away the darkness from creation? We find clues as we read from the Gospel of John written thousands of years later, John 1 3-5 All things were made through Him, and without Him nothing was made that was made. 4 In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. 5 And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. Just as the Genesis light chased away the darkness of the newly created world, the incarnate light of Jesus was needed to dispel the darkness of sin which had found its way into the human heart. Precious saints the darkness of moral and spiritual gloom that confronts the world today is greater than at any period in history. It would seem many are drowning in sin and despair, as though there is no escape and the only hope for this world is God. 3,000 years ago David cried, My help cometh from the Lord who made heaven and earth, Psalm 121 2. Precious saints even today if you find yourself in the midst of a dark world struggling, Jesus is here to deliver us. So how do you respond to the darkness around? Do you just complain about it or do you turn the lights on to drive back the darkness? Have you forgotten the words of Jesus Christ to those who follow Him? He said, You are the light of the world. Precious saints as we move through this dark world our purpose and function in life should be to be a light and by doing so we light others up also. Remember, the smallest light is greater than the most powerful darkness. Philippians 2:15 that you may become blameless and harmless, children of God without fault in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation, among whom you shine as lights in the world. Jesus said, "You are the light of the world." A light in a world of darkness is the answer to the moral and spiritual chaos that confronts us today. But never underestimate a small spark that can start a wildfire of God's revival throughout a dark world that needs Jesus more now than ever before precious saints. So, Allow today's revival story to stir you up to revival, like never before and believe for the impossible. Today's revival story. 1859, March, Ulster, Ireland, James McQuilkin, Note, please Google these locations to see where they are on the map, so you can get a better feel and idea where God poured out His Spirit. Prayer Revival in Ireland. Revival swept Great Britain also, including the Ulster Revival of 1859. During September 1857, the same month the Fulton Street meetings began, James McQuilkin commenced a weekly prayer meeting in a village schoolhouse near Kells with three other young Irishmen. This is generally seen as the start of the Ulster Revival. The first conversions in answer to their prayer came in December 1857. Through 1858 innumerable prayer meetings started, and revival was a common theme of preachers. On March 14, 1859 James McQuilkin and his praying friends organized a great prayer meeting at the Ahogel Presbyterian Church. Such a large crowd gathered that the building was cleared in case the galleries collapsed. Outside in the chilling rain as a layman preached with great power hundreds knelt in repentance. This was the first of many movements of mass conviction of sin. No town in Ulster was more deeply stirred during the 1859 revival than Coleraine. It was there that a boy was so troubled about his soul that the schoolmaster sent him home. An older boy, a Christian, accompanied him, and before they had gone far led him to Christ. Returning at once to the school, this latest convert testified to the Master, Oh, I am so happy. I have the Lord Jesus in my heart. The effect of these artless words was very great. 
Boy after boy rose and silently left the room. On investigation the master found these boys ranged alongside the wall a the playground, everyone apart and on his knees. Very soon their silent prayer became a bitter cry. It was heard by those within and pierced their hearts. They cast themselves upon their knees, and their cry for mercy was heard in the girls' schoolroom above. In a few moments the whole school was upon its knees, and its wail of distress was heard in the street outside. Neighbors and passers-by came flocking in, and all, as they crossed the threshold, came under the same convicting power. Every room was filled with men, women, and children seeking God. The revival of 1859 brought 100,000 converts into the churches of Ireland. God's Spirit moved powerfully in small and large gatherings bringing great conviction of sin, deep repentance, and lasting moral change. Prostrations were common people lying prostrate in conviction and repentance, unable to rise for some time. By 1860 crime was reduced, judges in Ulster several times had no cases to try. At one time in County Antrim no crime was reported to the police and no prisoners were held in police custody. This revival made a greater impact on Ireland than anything known since Patrick brought Christianity there. By the end of 1860 the effects of the Ulster Revival were listed as throng services, unprecedented numbers of communicants, abundant prayer meetings, increased family prayers, unmatched scripture reading, prosperous Sunday schools, converts remaining steadfast, increased giving, vice abated, and crime reduced. Revival fire ignites fire. Throughout 1859 the same deep conviction and lasting conversions revived thousands of people in Wales, Scotland, and England. Revival in Wales found expression in glorious praise including harmonies unique to the Welsh which involved preacher and people in turn. There too, 100,000 converts, one-tenth of the total population, were added to the church and crime was greatly reduced. Scotland and England were similarly visited with revival. Again, prayer increased enormously and preaching caught fire with many anointed evangelists seeing thousands converted. Charles Haddon Spurgeon, a Baptist minister known as the Prince of Preachers, saw 1859 as the high watermark although he had already been preaching in his Metropolitan Tabernacle in London for five years with great blessing and huge crowds. Prayers for today's fasting program. Let us pray saints. 1. Lord, let us know you more and seek the higher calling within our lives and Lord just as you moved in Ireland before, may Ireland once more be ignited, and all nations set ablaze in revival in Jesus' mighty name. 2. Lord help us to in unity with our family that we may serve you together in Jesus' mighty name. 3. Lord we ask through the name of your Son Jesus that you destroy every work of the devil delaying the fire of repentance revival coming to our lives in Jesus' mighty name. 4. Pray that God will reveal his requirements for genuine revival in your life, family, church, community, and nation. Ask God to start that revival in your own heart and life that repentance revival will flow. 5. Ask God what he wants you to do today to apply what he has revealed to you and run with it. What actions will you take after this fasting day? 6. Pray for an alertness and an awakening from spiritual slumber, do that you may be ablaze. Ask the Lord to awaken the remnant body of Christ and draw more saints into the body of Christ. 7. Declare readiness over God's people for radical change that will come from a powerful move of God. 8. Decree that lives are being characterized by an increasing hunger for a new move of God and experience your healing power in Jesus' mighty name. 9. Ask God to do a fresh work within our heart this weekend, that just as you moved in Ireland, that you will start with us today and do great things in Jesus' mighty name. 10. May revival come to each of our homes and change family members to be on fire for God in Jesus' mighty name. 11. Lord we pray for Pastor Robert's meeting scheduled in 2023, may you come and visit your people within those respected nations as you have promised in Jesus' mighty name. 12. 
any principality in the heavenlies delaying your progress and God's messengers be removed in Jesus' mighty name. 13. Any agent of satanic delay in my, office, home, school, place of work, city, and nation, withholding my promotion slash graduation, revival may they be completely removed and rendered powerless in the mighty name of Jesus. 14. Father we ask that you please send angelic reinforcements from the third heavens to release our blessings and arrest all demonic hindrances in the second heavens, in the mighty name of Jesus. 15. Father for my shame, troubles, and delay, I shall receive double honor, in the mighty name of Jesus. 16. I refuse to give up until my testimony gives birth to many other testimonies and revival comes to my home, church, city, and nation, in the mighty name of Jesus. 17. Lord let your Holy Spirit fire fall upon each person's home today to stir revival in the hearts of your remnant in Jesus' mighty name.